Hi, and welcome to Untethered with Jen Liss, the podcast that's here to help you free yourself from the crap that's holding you back so you can claim the life you're meant to live. I'm your host, Jen, and in this episode, we're going to talk about making aligned decisions that you feel great about. Let's go. Hey there, friend. It's Jen. Welcome back to the podcast. I have had the best week. I've been back home in Kansas hanging out with some friends and some family and celebrated, as I mentioned on Tuesday's episode, a wedding of some close friends. And I always get to stay with my sister and my two nieces and my brother-in-law when I come to town. And we just have the best time. And we got to take my niece to the zoo yesterday. And just taking a three-year-old to the zoo is such an adventure, but just also so much fun. So I hope you are having an amazing end to your May and just having some beautiful moments with friends and with family and spoiling yourself a little bit here and there. So today's Thursday thread episode, I am looking forward to pulling out a little piece of something that Misty Springer said in Tuesday's episode. So one of the things that she said was, you know, what does it mean to follow the path of yes? So something that Misty talks about is following the yeses, what she calls the breadcrumbs of yes, and really leaning into the energy that we feel in our body when something is a full body yes. And this can become so important when it comes to making decisions. And this has been majorly, majorly top of mind for me in the past couple of weeks as I have helped people make a decision as to whether or not they want to come into a coaching program. Now, that's a huge decision. When we go to make a an investment of time, an investment of energy, a financial investment, it can be a really stressful decision for many people, especially when we make that decision from our head. When we are entirely making a decision from our head, we can become so anxious, so worried, so consumed by the decision itself. Now, you might be wondering what the heck I mean, especially if you haven't listened to Misty's episode, and it's totally okay if you haven't. You might be wondering what I mean by only making a decision from your head. But according to Misty, and I firmly completely agree with this, there's so much more decision-making power in your body than in your head. In your heart and in your body, that is 80% of the information that we actually gain. And this is a scientific fact. The vagus nerve that runs up your body, it begins at the base of your spinal cord and runs all the way up to your neck, is full of information. It shares so much information with the rest of your being. It shares information with your mind and can help you to make decisions. So my question to you is how much decision-making are you doing from your body? And are you doing it fully from your head? And I would love for you to reflect on that. Like, what is the last decision that you made? What is the last big decision that you made? Maybe it was purchasing a car. Maybe it was purchasing a home. Maybe it was investing in a coaching program. Maybe it was investing in a pound of coffee. You know, whatever the last decision is that you made that felt like a big decision. Now think about that decision 
and think about how you felt during making that decision. Did you feel a little bit of worry? Did you feel a little bit of indecisiveness? Did you instantly just simply make the decision? Did you make the decision quickly and then instantly regretted the decision or worried that you'd made the wrong decision? How did you feel as you were making the decision? And how did you feel afterward? Because there are so many clues for us in the way that we feel around making a decision, but we often are so up in our minds about it. And we're like, we get so caught up in those emotions and don't really feel into our body. Like, was this a full body? Yes. As Misty says, or was there something misaligned about it? Now, something that I like to teach to my coaching clients is that often when we're facing an aligned decision, we're making decisions from the mindset of a perfectionist or a kindergartner. We're allowing either the perfectionist or the kindergartner to run the show. Now, the perfectionist wants to us to think about every single angle, all of the angles, what could go wrong, what could go right, why shouldn't I do this, all of the reasons. The perfectionist is going to make us think and think and think and think and think until we just don't even make a decision at all. Or maybe we end up making a decision, but then we feel like maybe it wasn't the right decision after all because we thought about this too much. We overthought it, right? That's the perfectionist and it's 100% mind. (laughs) And then there's the kindergartner. The kindergartner takes zero time to think. The kindergartner just makes decisions and then often regrets those decisions because there was no actual thought. There was no checking in with the body. There was no checking in with the heart. There was no ensuring that the decision was aligned to our values, to our goals, to the things that we are trying to accomplish. So a lot of us are either leaning very heavily on the perfectionist or very heavily on the kindergartner. And where we would really ideally be is somewhere in between because it's not necessarily a terrible thing that we do think through some of the aspects of our decision. But and it's not necessarily a terrible thing that we're able to make really quick decisions. One of the best things that somebody ever told me, and I know I've said this on this podcast before, is that there is no bad decision. There are simply decisions. We make decisions. And the more we can remember this, the faster we can make them. And at the same time, we can't let the kindergartner totally run the show because it will hijack (laughs) our lives and have us making all kinds of willy-nilly decisions. So that's what this episode is about, is how do we make those aligned decisions? And here is where checking in with your body becomes so dang important, because here is my simple decision-making process. Step one, decide choose something. Choose something. I don't care if you need to flip a coin. (laughs) In the wedding that I just officiated this past weekend, we were trying to decide who is going to do their vows first. Is Is the bride going to go first or is the groom going to go first? And we ended up just deciding to flip a coin. So we found a method of decide. Just simply decide. You could flip a coin. Do I want to do this? Yes or no? Decide. And then act. Move forward. Move forward on the decision. 
So if you were trying to decide between tacos or pizza, (laughs) flip a coin and then act and then start to drive to the taco place when you land on tacos and then reflect, gain feedback for yourself. As you're driving to the taco place to go get the tacos, are you starting to feel like you would have rather had pizza? Oh my gosh, like, are you feeling in your body like, wow, I actually kind of am craving pizza? And then repeat, decide, decide whether or not you were going to turn around and go to the pizza place instead of going to the taco place. And then act, start to drive to the pizza place if that's what you decide. And then reflect, is this feeling like a more aligned decision for myself? Am I like, yes, this feels like a full body yes. I am looking forward to a pepperoni jalapeno and pineapple pizza. That's my favorite kind of pizza, by the way. If you think it's weird, I don't care. It's delicious. <laughs> but that's how you do it. Decide, act, reflect. Decide, act, reflect. Decide, act, reflect, repeat. That is the decision-making process. And the most important, actually, these are all equally important steps, but the reflect is so often where we get confused because a lot of times we will decide we will act. And when we feel something, we might feel worry, we might feel guilt, we might feel stress, we might feel like, oh, I've made the wrong decision. Well, it's an opportunity to see maybe maybe I would have rather done something different and then go back and decide again. But instead, (laughs) we will just like live in this world of just feeling icky about it. And there's just no reason for it. There's no wrong decision. Just make one and move forward and reflect, spend some time in that reflection stage. And that's what Misty is saying is like, when she and I signed up for this breathwork course, we both felt this full body yes in our bodies. And we may have not, if we had decided to lean into the perfectionist, there was no reason for me to have taken this course. To me, it would not have made any logical sense. The perfectionist would have been like, what are you doing? This doesn't make any sense. This is a huge investment. You do not have time for this right now. You're coaching. You're not breathworking. What are you doing? Why Why is this something that you're doing? The perfectionist would have been all heady and all ridiculous. If I had leaned full on into the kindergartner, just said yes, and completely skipped the reflection part, then I might not have realized what an aligned and perfect decision this was for myself. But what I did was I made the decision. I, I went ahead and I acted and I reflected and I said, okay, yes, this is a good decision. This feels aligned into my body. This feels like for whatever reason, it is the right decision. I'm going to continue to move forward. So I lived somewhere between a little bit of the perfectionist and the kindergartner and made this aligned decision for myself. So we can all be doing this, but so much of the time, we just aren't spending enough time in that reflection stage, or we're just distorting that reflection stage and just feeling filling it with negative emotions instead of paying attention to the yes. We so often lean in on the icky feels and the, oh, I shouldn't have, oh, should I? And all of those kind of negative energy emotions instead of leaning into the yes that we experience. And we can totally flip that. You can flip that at any point. And what Misty was saying in Tuesday's episode is follow 
the yeses instead of following the ooh feelings that <laughs> either leaning into the feelings that the perfectionist can bring up or the after feelings that can come up from a kindergartner decision can leave you feeling. It can leave you kind of crying and feeling bad about your decision, <laughs> crying on the playground because you jumped up on the monkey bars and you fell. <laughs> so this is how we can over time when you reflect like this and you spend more time reflecting on the yeses in your decisions, then you do it sooner and you can start to gain that feedback from yourself much more quickly. Like you can flip the coin, you can make the decision, you can very quickly get that feedback for yourself and shift course faster and faster. Now, is anybody 100% perfect at this kind of thing? No. Sometimes do you have to make a decision about something and then learn further down the road whether it was really aligned or if it was misaligned? That's going to happen. Any CEO, any business owner will tell you that there are times when you just have to decide and you just have to move forward and then gain that feedback later. And one thing that I heard from somebody very smart who I can't remember who to give credit for this quote was that the difference between leaders and people who want to be leaders is that leaders make more decisions and make them faster. And it really does make a difference. And you know, my word of the year this year is ready. And so that has forced me to make decisions much faster. And y'all, I used to be that person. You would not believe how much research I have done on Keurig coffee makers. I could tell you anything and everything that there is to know basically about any coffee maker in the entire world and air fryer for that matter, because I have done so much research on these <laughs> because I was trying to decide which one do I want to purchase. But what I have learned over time is that allowing that perfectionist to take over is just such a time waster because I could have just purchased an air fryer, learned whether it is the best air fryer for our house and moved forward and enjoyed many more baked chickens in my air fryer than what I got to because I waited so dang long to make my decision. So do not allow yourself to get caught up in the perfectionist because it will keep you from enjoying so much goodness in your life when you allow yourself to lean in there. And then when you spend time in the feedback, the negative feedback loop that the perfectionist can send you into. So the simple decision making process is decide, act, reflect, repeat. And that act could simply be deciding and taking one teeny, teeny, tiny step. And maybe that's even just a mental step of beginning to think through, okay, I decided that I am going to quit my job. Now, what would my first step be? What would that conversation with my boss look like? That is an act. That is a mental act. That is allowing your body to feel what it might feel like to have that conversation with your boss and then reflect on how that feels to you. And then you get to go back to that decision and decide again. Okay, does this feel good? Okay, what does the next thing? And what does the next thing? And what does the next thing? And you get to reflect. We so, we underestimate the power of our own individual feedback. A lot of times when we think about feedback, especially if you have 
worked in a corporate environment where there's 360 feedback and you're getting feedback from your boss or your supervisor or your coworkers. We undervalue your own personal feedback from having an experience. And making a decision is indeed an experience. So allow yourself to have the experience of making the decision. You don't have to stay in limbo between in the limbo of the perfectionist forever. And you don't have to entirely make kindergartner decisions. Like, yes, you can make it quickly. And that's really what I'm telling you to do. But then take the time to reflect on it and ensure that it does feel aligned to your body. Now, if you're not sure how to feel into your body after making a decision or before even making a decision, I will give you a quick little process that you can do. Take, let's decide, let's make a decision about something. What's something that you can think of that you would like to make a decision about in your life this week, maybe just today, could be something super simple. Maybe it's, do I go grocery shopping today? Maybe it's, do we go out to dinner tonight? Maybe it legitimately is, should I quit my job? Should I buy a house? Could be something big or small. Just think about that. Now, let's take three deep breaths into your nose, out through your mouth, into the nose, out through the mouth. Last one, into the nose, out through the mouth. Now, in your mind, decide. Decide one direction or the other. You're going to put in an offer on the house. You're going to go get a latte after you listen to this podcast episode. Or you're not. Either a yes or no on whatever your decision is. Now, think through And allow yourself to feel that next step that you would make. Maybe it's calling your realtor in the house scenario. Maybe it's putting on your tennis shoes to go walk down to the coffee shop. Maybe it's running over to the MacBook store to go purchase a computer. Feel yourself going to do this activity, whatever that action could be. Just really allow yourself not just to think it, but to feel yourself going and doing that thing. Now, reflect on that. How did it feel to you doing that action? Did it feel crunchy in your body? Did it feel kind of like clampy? Or did it feel like freeing and exciting and fun? How did it feel? Now go back. And go in your mind, make that decision again and go through this process and see how it feels. Allow yourself to feel yourself making the decision. Now, this is, we're doing this all kind of mind body right now. And you can really feel into how a decision is going to feel for you this way. And I highly, highly recommend it. Sometimes we are in scenarios where we actually make it, not in our brain, but we actually make the decision. We say, yes, I'm going to go live on Facebook today. I'm going to go live on Instagram today. And you just hit the button and do it. And then so that's deciding, that's acting, physically acting, and then doing 
the reflection afterward to say, okay, how did that feel? Did I like that? Okay, I was nervous, but there was something kind of fun and freeing. And in my body, I feel excited. Or in my body, I felt like that was not something that I really enjoyed and I probably won't do it again. Allow yourself to go through the action. And that's what we sometimes keep ourselves, the that dang perfectionist. <laughs> it will keep you just stuck forever. So this is how we make more aligned decisions is using that reflection time to help you feel how, how was that? And then as you gain that feedback, you're able to take that feedback into your next decision. Oh my goodness, can you believe it? The things that we do, we get to carry forward, moving forward. So the more time you spend hemming and hawing and letting the perfectionist run the show, the less likely you are to have feedback that you get to move into the next decision. So keep following those feelings of yes, allowing yourself to make decisions, acting, and then gaining that feedback. And you will make faster and faster ones, and you will become familiar with what it feels like to make that yes decision. And over time, you take you make more and more aligned decisions. Isn't that magical? It's so magical. So I encourage you to use this process on one, two, maybe three decisions this week, something super easy that you can do and then allow yourself to reflect on, hey, how did that feel? Like I said, it can legitimately be about dinner. That's some of the biggest arguments that couples get in is deciding where to eat dinner. So allow yourself to do this. We can always change our minds. I know in this world where there's so much cancel culture, it feels like we can't change our minds, but it's just not true. You can change your mind any dang time. You're a human being who has lots of human experiences and you get to change your mind and you get to make more decisions and you get to reflect on them. And then you've grown. You're a new person. We're a new person literally every day because your skin is always shedding. (laughs) You're constantly a new person. So I hope that this little, very easy framework is supportive to you and helping you to make more aligned decisions. So give it a try. Stop letting the perfectionist run the show. Stop letting that regretful crying on the playground kindergartner run the show and start allowing yourself to make those decisions, take action and reflect. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I encourage you to take a little screenshot of it, share it on your social media, share it to your stories and tag me. I will always reshare your post if you tag me in your post. If you're not following this podcast on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, make sure that you follow it so that you learn about all the episodes of this podcast, Untethered with Genless. Now you just keep shining your magical decision-making unicorn light out there for all to see. I'll see you next time.